Oh, the Blood. I really do love that song. I know some of you do too. And what a perfect segue from what Joey ended with, and that is, Come, ye sinners, come and see. Oh, the blood of Jesus washes me. Oh, the blood of Jesus shed for me. What a sacrifice that saved my life. Oh, the blood, it is my victory. As you know, the blood is what saved the Israelites before they left Egypt when the angel of death was uh, going through the land. Just like the angel of death, you might say, is circling the globe today. And it just happens that in the Jewish calendar this year today is the first day of Passover, which uh, uh, Julie men uh, Joey mentioned at the beginning of his message. The Passover that Christ celebrated before he was taken to Annas and then Caiaphas and then Pilate. And so I thought we'd go backwards for a bit from Pilate to uh, the Passover because this year it's a perfect lead-in to the table. The Passover is not always on Good Friday, but this year it is. And at the same time, we just happen to be uh, in our houses, just like the children of Israel were in their own houses back then. And it just happens that we're celebrating communion uh, in our homes, just as they uh, ate and, uh, of the Passover lamb and drank. So here we are, applying the blood to the uh, you might say, to the doorposts and lintels of our hearts on the first day of Passover. And we're doing it literally in the face of the, the grim reaper. And if that's not a word to us, I don't know what is. It's right out of Exodus 12. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. You know, as you shelter in place, just like they did, you're safe. We're safe, just like they were, thanks to the greatest gift of his grace, thanks to the blood that is our victory in a kingdom that's invisible, but very real, just like Joey said. No plague will defall you to destroy you. And it won't, will not be utterly destroyed. Just like Christ said, for I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. It's invisible, but very real. And so Paul says, O death, where is your victory? O grave, where is your sting? What a sacrifice. It saved my life. O the blood, it is my victory which really can only send you to your knees to appeal to the blood. Come, ye sinners. And all the more these days, we need to do it. For if I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send a plague among my people, if my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. So, it really is fitting that we come to communion, because it all begins with us, like Joey said, with his people, as we see ourselves in the ones who uh, crucified Christ. It's a sacred thing that we're doing right now, that you're doing uh, in your homes. 
is for those who do see themselves in the ones that crucified Christ and have asked God to forgive them and have prayed to receive the, uh, the resurrected king of a kingdom that is not of this world so they can enter his kingdom for a whole new kingdom way of living and a kingdom hope as uh, earthly kingdoms pass away. It all begins with our repentance. It began back then when we first received him. And the Christian life continues with that and each month at communion. So why don't you pass the bread right now, uh, each in your homes, and I'll wait for a bit while you do it. As you know, what you've got in your hand stands for the body that was broken because of our sin. And why don't you hold it in your hands for a bit before you take it? Just feel it. If my people, it all begins with us, with our own brokenness. These days especially, we need that as his people. Far more than asking for for, you know, renewed abundance. We need to beg for forgiveness. Far more than asking for, for fruitful fields and businesses, we need to bring forth fruit in keeping with our repentance. Far more than pleading for him to, you know, to take it away. We need to turn from our wicked ways. Therefore, Paul says, let each man examine himself, and in so doing, he is to eat the bread and drink of the cup. Let's take some time now to do just that, to prayerfully examine ourselves. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was crucified took bread and broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Why don't we meditate now on, on the blood and let's do it with thanksgiving. We go from <laughs> brokenness to fullness in him through the blood with thanksgiving. Come ye sinners, come. Let's piggyback on the lyrics of Oh the Blood. Thank him as I read them. Oh the blood, crimson love, price of life's demand, shameful sin placed on him, hope of every man. 
Oh, the blood of Jesus washes me. Oh, the blood of Jesus shed for me. What a sacrifice that saved my life. Oh, the blood, it is my victory. Save your son, only one, slain so I can live. Oh, see the lamb, the great I am, who takes away our sin. Oh, what love, no greater love, grace, how can it be that in my sin, yes, even then, he shed his blood for me. Oh, the blood of Jesus washes me. Oh, the blood of Jesus shed for me. What a sacrifice that saved my life. Oh, the blood, it is my victory. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Well, we're going to turn now from the love of the Son who shed his blood for us to the love of the Father, to worship the Father, to thank him for his love, whose uh, relentless love sent his Son to die. Amen.